All right, guys, welcome to episode six of the Creating Lab podcast. Again, my name is Matt, and today we're going to go over the difference between mobility and stability in movement patterns. I see a lot of times athletes just following generic programs online and failing to understand why they're still getting injured or these nagging pains in their shoulders and their lower back and their hips when they're working out. And a lot of times the the problem has nothing to do with their mechanics. It has to do with understanding the difference between stability and mobility. And why is it that when I follow these programs online or I see someone doing certain stretches with bands, why that's not helping me? So today we're going to go over the difference between mobility and stability and why you should be very careful about which mobility exercises or which flexibility exercises you should be choosing and adding to your warm-up or post-workout repertoires. So hope you enjoyed today's episode, guys. Let me know what you think in the comment section and have a great day. All right, guys, welcome back to the Creative Lab podcast. Today we're going to talk about some of the nagging injuries that people see inside the gym and why they're seeing these injuries. You know, a couple of common fault, you know, injuries that we see in the gym tend to be in the shoulders, the back, and the hips. Um, these are the most common areas that people tend to get injured, especially in our gym. Um, and how we can go about fixing these issues. A lot of these times it has nothing to do with improper you know, mechanics or whatever. It has a lot to do with the differences between stability and mobility. A lot of athletes don't understand the difference between the two. And this is what's leading people down a path to injury. Um, and when I say injury, these aren't injuries that are knocking people out of the gym for you know long periods of time. These aren't surgery-related issues. These are just nagging little pains. And when it comes down to athletic, you know, achievement, athletic sport, whatever you're doing, there's always a risk of injuries, quote unquote. There's always some, you know, there's always a risk that something's going to happen. There's really no way around it. As long as you're moving through life, there's a chance that you're going to get injured. I can get injured walking down the street and twist my ankle. I mean, it just is what it is. There's some athletes in my gym that know exactly what I'm talking about, but they uh, just breathe and they get injured. It's There's nothing you can do about it. But what, you know, what's happening right now is we're seeing a lot of these just little nagging injuries, especially in the shoulder and the lower back. And we're going to talk about today why people are seeing these injuries. What I tend to see is a lot of athletes have great mobility and they lack stability. They're able to get their bodies into a position where they can get a full range of motion squat or they can hold their arms overhead with the barbell and they can squat with a barbell over their head in a great overhead squat. But what they are lacking is stability. And this goes down to, you know, a lot of athletes and their their common fault is they focus too much on the mobility aspect. And that's because mobility has become so such a popular term nowadays. Um, you got mobility wad, you got ROM wad, you got all types of programs out there that people are teaching all these things to do with bands and lacrosse balls and softballs and all this stuff, foam rollers, and people are watching their favorite athletes do these, you know, routines, and they're like, "Oh man, I need to do that too," and they just start going at it. Um, great, and I'm I'm happy that people are doing it. 
you know, there's nothing wrong with it. In fact, I, I preach it. I want you to make sure you're doing your post-workout mobility or your pre-workout warm-ups and mobility. You know, great for you. I want you to do it. But people are missing the point in these routines. One thing Kelly Starrett stresses more than anything, he is the movement guy. He's, he's, not the he's not the stretching guy. He doesn't preach stretching. He preaches movement. And if your movement patterns are compromised, that's when you start doing more mobility behind it. Um, he always preaches stability above all things. He wants you to be in a stable position, not necessarily a mobile position. And so, like, when we're talking about the overhead squat, you know, some people kind of have a great overhead squat and they still have these nagging shoulder injuries. And the reason for that is their stabilizing muscles are just very, very weak and they just can't support the barbell for over a period of time. So if they're doing a workout like Nancy where there's 400 meter run, 15 overhead squats and 95 pounds for the guys, 65 pounds for the women, they're doing these overhead squats and they have good mobility and they're going into the overhead squats but they lack the stability to maintain that barbell in that good overhead position over a given period of time they start to lose that so they they need to work on their shoulder stability no amount of band stretching is going to help with that stabilizing issue you need to work on certain things to strengthen the shoulder girdle to build up your stabilizer muscle so you can maintain that bar in that good overhead position. And then as we go along, we still want to work on that mobility to possibly bring those hands in a little closer. You know, on the other side of the house, we have, you know, people that can that have good stability. They're able to do overhead squats for a long period of time with their hands really far out wide all the way by the sleeves of the barbell. They have good st stability there, and I love it. I want you to stay there for as long as you need to be, but at the same time, I want to work on your mobility to bring those hands in a little closer so as to be in a better position when I'm doing these overhead squats. You know, if I'm missing stability, I can be injured. If I'm, you know, hypermobile and I need to work on my stability, I'm just going to get hurt because these little muscles cannot support that barbell over the long durations of your workout. You know, same thing, if I have good stability in one spot, that doesn't mean I need to stay there. I need to work on my mobility to bring my hands in a little closer, or I can bring my legs in a little closer and work on my mobility to be in a better position when I do these workouts. You know, a lot of these l nagging injuries are this reason. You know, moving away from the shoulders, you know, another common injury, you know, or you know, common nagging issue people tend to see is in their backs, their, their lumbar spine. You know, the range of motion of the lumbar spine is pretty good if you if you think about it. You know, we all sit slouched over in our chairs. That, you know, whereas we want to be in that good S curve at the bottom of our, you know, squat, we still want to maintain a nice lumbar curve. Once you sit into a chair, everybody just relaxes and they just lose that lumbar curve and they start to slouch over. You know, so the, the mobility in that lumbar spine is pretty good. However, you don't have the stability. And you'll see this in a lot of uh, newer athletes or younger athletes where as they squat down, they completely lose that lumbar curve at the bottom. So they got the mobility to get down into the bottom of the squat, but they don't have the stability to maintain that good posture position in a good squat. 
in an air squat, we can get away with a little bit of, you know, butt wink as some people like to call it. You're able to, you know, lose that lumbar curve and it's not going to be too detrimental to you. Not for a younger athlete anyway. And the problem with that is as they grow older, obviously for those that, you know, have been in this position, they are going to lead themselves down a path towards injury. Or when I put a barbell on their back, they start losing that lumbar curve. Now we're walking down that road, you know, faster towards that injury mark. So you want to fix that as soon as possible. And if I don't have the stability to maintain that lumbar curve in the bottom of an air squat, I'm clearly not going to have the stability to maintain it once I put a barbell on my back with 300 pounds on it. So we want to fix the stability issue early on with the air squat. And that's that's the importance of the air squat. That's why we go over the air squat in the on-ramp. You know, if you go if you ever you know completed your CrossFit level one, you would know air squat is the first thing they talk about. Why? Because it's the basic movement. If we can fix that right off the bat, we teach people what stability of the lumbar curve is, then it, they can start maintaining for higher, you know, higher skilled movements like the deadlift, the clean or the snatch. So we want to fix it early. We got to fix the stability issue in a lot of people's movement patterns. You know, again, I want to I want you to mobilize. I want you to, you know, stretch out. The problem is you have to know the purpose of why you're stretching out and why you're doing certain things, not just blindly following a routine that you see on the computer screen. It's very easy to get caught up in that, oh, well, you know, so and so athlete does this, I need to do that too. That's great, but you have to understand what you're going for. If your hips do not have a good aren't good at stabilizing yourself, you need to work on your hip stability. You know, I, I watch a lot of athletes when they do pistol squats, you know, they go down nice and controlled and as they come up, there's a whole lot of wobbling going on and they, you know, contribute that to a balance a lot of times. And sometimes it is, but sometimes it's a lack of stability inside the hip capsule itself. Um, Kelly Starrett talks about this a lot. You know, why, this is why we teach the pistol squat, because it teaches athletes to build up the stability inside the hip capsule. You know, you shouldn't just immediately run into a workout where there's 50 pistols. You should work on one pistol at a time. And the reason for that is I want to work on my stability as I go into that squat. There should be very little movement of the torso of the upper body as I'm shifting my weight over to the right side. I shouldn't be wobbling everywhere as I'm coming up. I should be able to go down into a pistol squat, come back up, switch legs. Same thing on the other side with as little movement as possible because I'm trying to, the purpose of the pistol is to build up that stability inside the hip capsule. And if I don't have the stability there, the pistol squat will expose that. Same concept for the shoulders. We want to do the overhead squat because it exposes lack of stability or mobility in the squat series. So I want to be able to do that. You know, when we talk about stability and mobility, you know, you got to think of them as two separate aspects. And what this will do for you as an athlete, it helps you identify what's wrong with you. So when you go to a coach or you go to a chiropractor or a physical therapist or so, you know, a doctor and say, hey, I'm doing these. And rather than just saying, hey, I'm doing overhead squats and it hurts. You're not really giving them anything to work with. Are you missing mobility or are you missing stability? So this will help you speak smarter to your doctor and help you get back into the gym, back to you know your normal 
you know, way of working out way faster rather than just saying, hey, it hurts, what should I do? So guys, understand the differences between stability and mobility and that will help you, you know, help you, help your coach, help your doctor go a lot further along in your athletic training. So hopefully this answers a lot of questions when it comes down to the difference between the two and why we do certain movements. So hope you guys enjoyed today's podcast. Don't forget to uh, leave a leave a five-star rating on, you know, below. And uh, don't forget to do great things for your country. Have a good one, guys. The Creating Lab podcast is brought to you by CrossFit Dunbar Cave Lab and Matt Biolsi. Matt Biolsi is CrossFit certified in level three, Westside Barbell personal trainer certified, USAW sports performance coach. He has specialties in weightlifting, powerlifting, mobility, endurance, and strongman.